HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Q Drinks, carbonated mixers made for your cocktail. Visit their website at qdrinks.com. That's Q, the letter, drinks.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil that rhythm and blues that's him. It's gonna get you Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Volte. And my name is Souther Teague. Hey, Souther. How was your event last night? Dude, so awesome. Uh, we drank uh, three vintage bottles of Old Overholt Rye Whiskey, one from 1909, uh, two from 1940 that were a BIB and an, a barrel-proof release. Um, Bottle Dave, and bone. Yeah, yeah. Dave Wonderich Good. was there to kind of moderate the thing. Uh, Dave Pickerel showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, cool. Um, Alton Brown was in, in attendance. Sweet. You drank some old whiskey. Did you kill all of it? We killed about three quarters of each bottle, meaning that I walked away kind of getting it all paid for, and then I still have three quarters of each bottle to drink myself, which is like a win. Yeah, man. <laughs> which, which, which means that you and I are going to drink some. That's what we're going to yeah, I was going to... I was waiting for that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's, that's a foregone conclusion. Ah, very nice. I wanted to come by, but I found myself not there i don't know. <laughs> i don't know what i was doing i forgot to be honest with you <laughs> well i'll be on the next one well you can be on the next one but you can be on the one that's you know cool. that's free yeah this was a, yeah. this was an expensive evening for folks yeah worth it but expensive yeah awesome too bad we're just alone in the studio today yeah <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> well we're gonna have to switch gears from from rye to rum man we've got the tiki mafia arg arg in here uh man this is a full full house i'm gonna start from my right-hand side, Garrett Richard. We've got Joaquin Simo, the Pouring Ribbons. Brian Miller. We've got Ryan LaLoya. We've got Jelani. Dude, where, what are you doing back there? Hey, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is like, is this the most people we've had? In- and since I've been here, of course, yeah. This is definitely the most. Dude, awesome. I feel like every record. time we come here, it's a new There's record only- for how many yeah. people have come. The crew yeah. grows, man. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, I mean, obviously... We're going to be talking about some Tiki stuff today, um, specifically... Tiki Monday. Tiki Mondays with Brian Miller. And so for the last... How long have you been doing this at Pouring Ribbons now? Because it started at Lonnie Kai. 
Vodakai. Then the Gold was, Room. Uh, gold, <laughs> gold Bar. I'm sorry, Gold Bar, yeah. <laughs> then Mother's Ruin. Then Apartment 13. Then uh, Pouring Ribbons. Wow. And we closed... How many bars? Let's see. We closed Lonnie Todd. <laughs> uh, we closed Apartment 13. <laughs> you guys, so, the harbingers of death. And we haven't been invited I, back to, mo- we to most of have some bad news so. for you, Joaquin. Yeah, I mean, I guess the good, yeah, the good part is Pouring Ribbons is still open, so that's a good thing. Um, we celebrated but, the fourth anniversary. I don't know if we'll make it to the fifth now. I just, I'm, now, now I'm just worried. We're jakes. You guys are just gaining a good head of steam. Yeah, man. So... Maybe this Tiki Monday thing will take off. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll stick. So you guys have been taking this on the road a lot uh, over the past couple of years too. Like, yeah, we've been really lucky. Uh, I did one in Moscow, and let's see, Ryan and I did one at the Standard in Hollywood. Uh, the last one that we took on the road was um, uh, Hong Kong. Oh wow! We went out to Hong Kong for a week uh, we- at the Mandarin Oriental. Can we fast break and back up just for one second? And yeah. Like, for the listener, like, describe what Tiki Monday is. What is Tiki Monday? Obviously, it's, it's on a Monday. Well, we've been doing it for over five years now. Um, it started with, uh, actually, through Julie Reiner uh, when she had Lonnie Kai. I was, like, sitting there actually drinking a Mai Tai. Uh, I just left Death & Company, and she was like, Brian, why don't you do what everybody wants you to do, which is make tiki drinks? I was like, all right. And she was like, I'll give you the downstairs and you can do whatever you want. And I was like, okay, well, I have three rules. I was like, one, I get to make whatever I want to make. Two, I get to wear whatever I want to wear. And three, I get to listen to whatever music I want to listen to. And <laughs> Pretty she, light rules. And, and yeah. yeah, but, you know, I mean, coming from the mustachioed, mustache wax, vest wearing, tie thing, I was like, I just Don't really wanted to, like, <laughs> change change and do something different and it was actually i think at first it was just like we were doing sleep you know keith richards t-shirts and stuff like that and then joaquin had gone to where was it you and ria went to oh food we went to Fiji? bali bali yeah went to yeah bali, so went to bali and joaquin brought me back a sarong <laughs> and that was a wrong but that was right that was kind of <laughs> that, that was the beginning of when we started wearing sarongs and it was that I was mean, the original really yeah. That was, I mean, I got, my ex-girlfriend wow. gave me my first sarong, and I was wearing it for a while, but I never wore it at Tiki Mondays. And it was like the first sarong that I wore was the one that Just you... Imagine you walk around the house in a sarong drinking, like, white Russians or something. <laughs> That's something pretty really much creepy. what I do now. My UPS guy knows me as the guy in the sarong, you know. Um, but Tiki Mondays is essentially, it's like we dress like pirates we listen to reggae rock and roll and rap and we make tiki drinks and we just kind of like throw a party we just want people to go there and have fun i mean it's a way for ryan and i to like make the drinks that we want to make um but for the most part it's kind of a party and it's it started off as you know mondays were a day when not everybody was doing things there weren't events or anything like that so we just decided to throw a party and and it was it's been very heavily industry attended but we yeah it's monday most of us have you know the night off yeah it's like veterans anyway sorry i mean sorry for the younger crowd they're working (laughs) and yeah i mean it started off with you know since i left death and company i was like i wanted to work with some of my favorite bartenders and so for the first year and a half or so it was like everybody was guest bartending you guys have obviously been there Mm -hmm. yeah i did Um, one and I I it's three. just, yeah, it's, you know, and then Ari we had the Form t- did three. I did, we had the, I, I we had the Tiki All Stars. <laughs> yeah, I, there's arguments over who has done the most Tiki Mondays, but uh, um, it was, say you did. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ryan and I, cheers to that, buddy. Um, I missed one. I missed one. Yeah, that's oh. right. Actually, Ryan missed the very first one. Ah, the very first one was he was dead basically it was me and Julie. Julie was Julie was my first mate then. I think honestly it was like eleven people came. Like yeah, no one, no, no one. Yeah, it was like we had a few people. There were Doug and Crystal, who have been our regulars since day one. They have been to almost one of them has been to almost every Tiki Monday. Um, I remember Dave Kaplan and Alex Day came in, Julie went to the other side of the bar um, and just sat and had drinks while, you know, it was basically me just bartending for a handful of people. And then it's just steadily grown and progressed. And once we got to pouring ribbons, that was like when things totally changed for us. And it became uh, through the, the, the leadership of uh, Shipmaster uh, Cott, um, it's, it's just gotten bigger. He was, a, he was one who said, like, maybe we should do this a little more infrequently, make it a bigger event. I think that's a huge smart move. Because usually yeah. every one month, one Monday a month. Now it's just once every three months, right? Yeah, quarterly. It's it's, it's, it's quarterly now. Uh, yeah, it was one a week. Yeah. Oh my was. god, it was one I a mean, week in the beginning for the yeah. for the that's first, a lot of work for the first year and a half. It was once a week, a new bartender and a new twelve drink menu. And we did R and D Sunday night before Tiki Monday. Yeah. yeah, remember that? It was it was yeah. So we like created the, we straight. created the menu Sunday. I went home, usually pretty loaded, crunched all the numbers. I have to assume that's half of the, the the focus of Tiki Money was you getting you getting to get loaded. Yeah, I, I mean it was. <laughs> you created a thing. You created a snake that eats itself. I don't drink when I work. That's no. Um, but uh, no, we just you drink. It was it was amazing to like really create a menu and see different bartenders come in and bring their own takes on Tiki and. Honestly, I remember I, mean, I did mine. I did I did bitter tiki drinks. I used Fernet Branca yeah. and some different Amaro. Sometimes they weren't tiki at all, but it was it was always fun working with everybody. <laughs> yeah, and making their drinks kind of fit the menu and stuff. That was half the fun, really. Yeah, I mean everybody brought like their own way of doing yep. things. Like certain guys, like I remember Rafael Reyes, like brought in a more savory note and more aromatics and herbs and spices and stuff like that. I mean, Jesus Christ! Well, Todd Richmond, we did fucking Jägermeister. Tiki cocktails, which was Crush kind that. of the first, yeah, and sake. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've done all sorts of things. It's I remember, just, my first one was I got Cuddy Sark. So got was famous a, that's right, famous yeah, grouse. Famous right. grouse. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was the one and where you know Adam cut his head, and you yeah. had to take him home. Yeah, and then he threw. It was birthday, I think. Yeah, it was his 49th birthday. That was that was the launch. Pay the guy extra money to like let us out. <laughs> yeah, we had to keep our sarongs on. That was the beginning because when Adam on his 49th birthday decided to take his sarong off and we bartended it in our underwear for the last hour. That became the fourth rule. <laughs> yeah, and then Julie <laughs> the sarongs on. Julie was like, "Don't get too drunk. Keep your sarongs on." Like, that, 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 there that, have to be rules, gentlemen. Yeah, there there have, have to be rules. There have to be rules. <laughs> I mean, the early the early Mondays for me made me want to uh, like I had I had an interest in bartending and you know, I was doing a lot of home cocktail stuff, but like for me, that was honestly what like like pushed it and made me want to you know be like, okay, I have to do this. Like I was I was coming in once a week and having conversations with you and being like, yeah, let's talk about like the Plymouth Julieta and like you know and all this kind of stuff. And I was working in radio at the time, 
And what eventually happened was this kind of once a week practice like took over my life, really. And what ha- what what happened what happened was you you know I started bar backing and whatnot, but you gave a bar back a Tiki Monday shift. And, you know, gave me an opportunity to write a menu. And that's what sort of started me creating cocktails. And, like, I have not stopped writing ever since. You gave me five months to work on something. And (laughs) I, yeah, I took a long time. Well, yeah, because it was like, I believe it was your Tiki Monday that he, like, well, you finally looked at me and you're like, all right, you're just, like, going to keep coming here. You might as well, like, work. (laughs) And um, the first Tiki Monday that we did, you put a lot of work into it and you know it really showed in the drinks i remember what was it one of them was an appleton cocktail the chinatown daiquiri yeah that they you lost the competition but actually ended up being one of you know the more popular drinks at tiki monday and then that was the thing like a lot of bartenders put a lot of work into doing tiki mondays but by the time we went to gold bar it was that was the beginning of the end of not bringing a guest bartender on because guys were like doing half their homework and be like, okay, I'm going to use these four ingredients, uh, Miller, figure out the rest, you know? And I was like, okay. And I had started bartending at that time, so I wasn't there for R&D as much either, so you were kind of doing that on your own. I was like, yeah, it was like, I was creating the menu but putting someone else's name on it because those were the four ingredients. And then I was right. just like, all right, these guys were too drunk to come to work and, like, help me with R&D. Pirates, and I was, yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> it is not easy being a captain of a pirate crew. That's for sure. Herding drunken cats. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> no, n- not good times. Bill Cosby, come here. Here. What? Here. Well, well, I feel like there are those who, who willingly get on board the ship and then there are those who are Shanghai'd. Yeah, there so maybe, are maybe quite this a few... Was, yeah, maybe this these were guys you dragged on board kicking and screaming and they weren't willing to put in the work. Yeah, but there were a, there's been a lot of guys that like put in a lot of hard work. Yourself, Damon, like Well, and that's it, the cool thing too cuz when I started Tiki Mondays, I was just a bar back and I met all of you dudes when you were guesting for Tiki Monday. And now I feel like I know you guys personally, which is awesome. It's helped my career a lot as a bartender just knowing everybody. You know, and like that was how it all started for me. Yeah, I mean, it, they especially yeah, I agree with that because like yeah. seeing you guys sitting in here now, it's like I didn't, you know, Brian's definitely the captain, but it's like you guys are like a really strong crew, and you guys have been the the, the cool thing to me about the, the fact that you uh, switched it up to uh, you guys. Oh uh, yeah, oh that's my nice. Southern's showing his yeah, tiki makeup. I had my had a, had, a, had a gold tooth that I I can clip it. It's a clip in gold tooth I was wearing. You should, you should have oh, one for real. Was my, my favorite one of you, Southern, is at Gold Bar, and there's like you're in your pirate. You weren't even working that night. You were in a pirate costume, and it's just like so sexy, just sitting there drinking a tiki drink. It's like a profile <laughs> drink. I I love Tiki but Monday. I, I mean, on that last note though, that that was really special. It's a really like expansive thing like you get to meet so many people they all become your family like I wouldn't have known half the people that I know in the service industry without Tiki Monday I mean Ryan here got me into it when I was a food runner that's at Clover Club I love gave that. me my first Cobra's Fang was like hey here, here's Tiki kid yeah. learn to love it and now I'm <laughs> integral part of hooked. the ship yeah Hook, line, and sinker. I can't get enough of it. Well, that was the thing. It was like when we transitioned from Ryan just being a bar back to Ryan bartending, it was like, okay, I needed a bar back. And that's when I kind of met Jelani. This was at Mother's Ruin. During the winter. Yeah, during the winter. It was like he was the kid that, as I was getting to know him, was like working at Clover Club at night. 
and then getting on his bicycle in a sarong, shirt. no shirt, and uh, a couple of lays, and riding over the Brooklyn Bridge and riding to Mother's Ruin. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This kid's like riding around with no shirt in like 20 degree weather. I was like, he's dedicated. Like, <laughs> I was like, we gotta bring this guy on. You're hired, son. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you're hired. And it's one word for it. It was, I mean... Swabi's been a tremendous help with us. Oh, we could not do it without him. Yeah. Which, no I, way. I think that what makes Tiki Mondays as popular as it is and, and, and as driven as it is and the sort of community that it's created is that it's, um, it's, it's less about you know, bartending, which is what we mostly talk about in this room. And it's more about like it's a community. Like Tiki builds community more than bartending does. Yeah, I mean, one of the it's things whimsical. That, it's fun. It's we like always say about Tiki Mondays is we take our drinks seriously, but we don't take ourselves seriously. Like we, you know, we care about the drinks. We put a lot of work into the drinks, but it's more about like just having fun. Um, you know, taking the seriousness out of it. Aside from the cocktails, it's like if I give you a drink, unless you really want me to, I'm not going to explain it to you or give you the history or anything like that. It's like here, enjoy this escape and be with other people. I mean, I, I look at it kind of like dancing at a wedding. You can't put it in a certain area and say, this is where you're supposed to dance. It's like everybody just takes over and they become, they all become friends. It's a way for industry people that when they have their days off, they get to come in and like have fun. Um, you know, Adam Kolasar, who does, you know, Orshot works. Tiki Adam. Orshot, Tiki Adam. One of the greatest compliments that we got for Tiki Monday was like, Adam was like, when we were at Lonnie Kai, he goes, I feel like I'm a part of something. Like, it's not just me coming to an event and being some anonymous face in there. He's like, I feel like I'm a part of something. And now it's like when a lot of us, Adam comes into the room, it's not, hey, this is Adam Kolasar. It's like, this is Tiki Adam. Like, people get monikers and they build up names and it's like Adam has been I mean, build up businesses yeah yeah basically you build businesses you know and we've you know I always yeah, he went from enthusiast to attendee to now maker of Orgiad and syrups right yeah and I mean everybody you know uses Adam that's the, that's the other thing is like we help other people we help brands yeah I mean, they use his Orgiad I think his wife would be mad if they just kept using him. Yeah. <laughs> we use Adam. Well, guys, we're at mid-show, so we're going to take a quick break so we can hear from our sponsor. Uh, but uh, um, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the sort of community that you guys build it with Tiki Monday. And, and what's in this glass. And what's in this glass. And then, frankly, we're going to need to talk about what's next. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. I'm Jordan Silbert, founder and CEO of Q Drinks. We're proud to support the Speakeasy. At Q Drinks, we make spectacular carbonated mixers crafted to mix with your favorite spirits. Based right here in Brooklyn, we're available nationally in six flavors, including Q Tonic Water for spectacular gin and tonics and Q Ginger Beer for spectacular Moscow mules. I started the company after a night in my backyard with good gin, really good friends, and lousy tonic water. I realized the world needed better mixers, so I made them. Q-Drinks uses real ingredients, a lot less sugar, and a lot more carbonation. The result? Clean, crisp, spectacular beverages that bring out the best in your favorite spirits. 
Using Q drinks, it's easy to create terrific drinks with just two pours. One to two ounces of your favorite spirit and three to four ounces of Q poured over ice in a highball glass. It's simple and spectacular. Q drinks. Make your drink spectacular. It's their show, right? And we're back with the whole Tiki Monday crew pirating up the... What's pirate radio today? Ah, (laughs) Well done, gentlemen. (laughs) So, uh... You have a very mysterious-looking bottle that you've yeah. been pouring into our glasses. Shrunken head. There's a black ceramic shrunken head. Yeah, it's a little um, decanter from uh, Tiki Farm, a little shrunken head zombie thing. And uh, I've been cleaning out my liquor collection a little bit, which is a difficult task in and of itself. It's hard work, but someone's got to do it. Yeah, exactly. So I was the rum we're drinking today is a, a Mount Gay... Sugarcane brandy slash rum, um, and it's something that uh, Mount Gay doesn't do anymore. Um, when I was in Barbados, they had little 375s of it behind the, the cashier, and I was like, great, I'll take it. And um, they were like, yeah, we're discontinuing it. And so like most brands, it's like, okay, cool, you're going to take something really great and then discontinue it. That's perfect. Um, so I've been stocking up on this rum, and it's just like, it's Mount Gay, but better. Um, <laughs> it's it, it it's better. I, I I think it's more delicious than anything they they do. Um, I would love to see them do it again. Please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hint hint. Um, Scott Fitzgerald, are you listening? Hint, hint. Yeah, it just it it has such you know richness to it. Um, and Character. I figured, what better way to yeah. drink it than with friends on the it's radio? Delicious, man. Yeah. Well, that kind of goes back to the you know to me, like tiki drinks and rum, are I would say you know it's 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 a collector's booze, you know? It's like you've got all these different rums, all different styles from... It can be made anywhere in the world, and a lot of them we can't get here, especially the really cool ones, and you know, like this. And um, so that alone builds kind of like a community, like we were talking about before the break. You know, just like... It's kind of... It's, it's like the most uh, friendly one-upsmanship, you know, like, it's like, well, dude, I got this one, check this out, and you're like, ah, fuck, that's cool, man. Oh, yeah, it's like we're all sitting around, you know, it's like as a kid with Star Wars action figures, you know, it's like, oh my god, you have Boba Fett? Like, oh, you have the new Darth Vader, it's like everybody has some sort of amazing rum, and it just kind of like, I mean, this community kind of brings us all together, and... You know, as I say to people, I was like, "Look, I may be the only self-admitted pirate, but everybody in this industry is a pirate. They just don't know it, you know, or they won't they won't admit it. It's like we all steal from each other and borrow from each other, and you know, we also, you know, pirates are socialists. We share. I think most of us are too young to collect Star Wars action figures, though. <laughs> God, is that true? I was going to say Pokemon or some shit. Sorry, like did that. I just age myself? Out? Not, not, not me, Brian. You, you dated not, yourself I'm, decades ago. I'm right there with you, buddy. Don't worry. On a, on a similar note to the uh, sharing things and sort of introducing new rums and stuff, I think what was really interesting about the whole run of Tiki Mondays is that we got to see some classics come to life in the New York market, in, in the United States in general, that maybe were not made for like several decades. Like I remember especially like, you know, when I was not a bartender, like just going every week. Um, 
seeing things like the skin diver, the beachcomber's gold, all those things come to life, jump off the pages of Beachfront Barry's book. I think that was really special. And I think even today, you know, we do have some sort of like neotropical bars and things like the Nomad and other people doing tiki drinks. They're not so specifically routed in classics the way Tiki Mondays is. And like as awesome as like the original cocktails are, like the smoking sarong and all that stuff, like I think seeing some of those you know, classics like come back to life is really exciting for people because they're damn good drinks. And like, you know, Beachman Berry talks about it all the time. If you entered a missionary's downfall into a yeah. cocktail competition today, it would at least get second place. It's an extremely <laughs> progressive cocktail. I wanted to speak on that a little bit too, Garrett, because that's totally part of our R and D sessions. You know, it's like we don't we try not to repeat too many drinks, but you know, sometimes we do. But the fun part is going back and discovering kind of what works from these drinks, what doesn't work from these drinks, and figuring out how we want to build this menu. The Polynesian Spell. It's a gin cocktail that uses grape juice. Grape. Welch, not grapefruit. Yeah, grape. Welch, Welch's grape juice. So yeah, there was a time when uh, <laughs> Garrett and I were in New Orleans and we were talking with Bum, and we actually mentioned the Polynesian Spell, and he was like, how the fuck do you guys even know what that drink is? And I was like, <laughs> like we got, read your what, books. Yeah, we yeah, read yeah, your yeah. Books. we're just, we're like, just yeah, reading we're just, the Bible, we're just sir. Super nerds. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like what Brian said earlier. We don't take ourselves seriously, but we take the cocktail seriously. So there's like, what, a 20 hour R&D session going into each menu every time. And believe me, the last Tiki Monday is going to be much statement. more than that. <laughs> it's going to be much more than that for the last one. Wait, wait, wait. Dude, just the this last morning one? at noon. We went through four iterations of a Saturn riff that that got progressively better better and better, but it just, it takes so, so, so much to really nail it down to the point where we're comfortable putting it over the bar. Like, when you see us dancing behind the bar at Tiki Mondays, you see us dancing around and playing air guitar, but all the love in the world went into those cocktails. Of course, behind the bar, we're goofy, we're high-fiving, our sarongs sometimes come off, Yeah, right. but <laughs> the cocktails are still going to be paramount in all of this. I remember yeah. when Brian first was doing the, uh, when Brian and Lynette were doing the consulting at El Ataria. Brian was still working at Duffin Company, and he, that was when he first started going down that tiki rabbit hole. And that was when tiki-style drinks first started getting put on to craft cocktail programs. And that was when it was it was started to become a thing. And when Jeff Beachbumberry came to Death & Company, and I had the pleasure to work alongside Brian uh, that shift, and we threw every tiki drink that we could ever think of at him. Our own originals, our takes on classics, everything that we could do, and to make that guy so giddy. It made us feel great, and it was really lovely to show him that, like, the arm garter set cared about Tiki, too. You know, it wasn't just about Jerry Thomas. Like, and that was, I think, I mean, that, a transformative that point. That was a game-changing yeah. moment, because I remember... He wrote a blog post about that. Yeah, he actually wrote a blog post and about And I probably being read a, that, like, 15 times. Ama- it's, it was amazing. It was, yeah. it was one of those moments where it's like, one, Joaquin and I were just like a couple of giddy teenagers. Mm-hmm. It was like, here, sign my book, please. And I've got drunken bum scrumble, <laughs> scribble all over my book. <laughs> okay. Should have asked but for I, that earlier. You know, I, you know but I, I, I remember he had done an interview in the New York Times where he wrote, you can't get a decent zombie in New York City. And I took that so as like, challenge accepted. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, that was a personal challenge. And so, you know, and that was at the time when he wrote Sip and Safari. And that was basically the roadmap to how to make a zombie. 
And so I did it. And when he came into Death and Company, I put the zombie in front of him, and I was like, I've been waiting three years to give this to you. Wow. <laughs> and like he was, you know, he's such a huge part of what we do and such a tremendous influence and also just an incredible supporter of us. You know, to have that guy behind us is is amazing. And um, I know, Southern, you were talking about why last one. Yeah, what did someone said last Tiki Monday? What do you, yeah, so this is let's, this let's is the last it. Tiki Monday, five years. It's Boom. a little over five years. It's ending. Um, the crew and I, we have a special project that we are getting ready to embark on. And uh, so we kind of need to focus our energy on that. And I understand you're not going to reveal to our listener, but at 10 p.m. on... At, February 13th at Pouring Ribbons during Tiki Monday. We will make the, the, the official, official announcement of what our plans are. All right. Let's so come to Tiki Monday on February 13th. That's at Pouring Ribbons, where we've been for the last two and a half years. Pouring Ribbons uh, <laughs> Avenue uh, B. 225 Avenue, Avenue B. <laughs> yeah. Avenue. Second floor, just above B Liquors, between 13th and 14th. Thanks, Joaquin. It might actually be the last time Pouring Ribbons is open. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I do that in my sleep sometimes. It's really weird. <laughs> so strange. I know. So, I mean, like, I have a question. So... From all the, especially the the earlier days when you had guest bartenders on uh, every week, I mean, I'm sure you do. You, you have an archive of like every cocktail that's been every I single do. one. Dude. Every every. Single, so when's the book coming out? Every single yeah, menu. that alone is a book. Uh, well, you know, uh, as some of you may be aware, um, if you don't have a bar, you're kind of persona non grata in this industry. And so uh, no publisher has really wanted to touch me without a bar. Weird. So, yeah, it's really weird. They call it a platform. So, uh, yeah, we, we were doing the math the other day, and we figured out that Brian Miller was bartend started bartending when I was six years old, <laughs> and he has. What are been you now? Thirty four, thirty five. Fucking stop! Fuck you, Jelani. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not, no, not, not, not to age the old man or anything. Oh, of course but. not. No, that doesn't make me seem old at all. <laughs> Star Wars no, but, he, it? but but really, though, like I mean, since, basically, since, since, since I like met I this guy, father. Since I met <laughs> this guy, he has been. So, so, so dedicated to his craft and has done nothing but just, you know, day in and day out, year in and year out, just do it. And he. I don't even know what to say I about him. I think I'm getting hard for him. <laughs> <laughs> The one thing he, I would like to say about, like, just kind of the transition of Tiki Monday and where it went from being, like, a weekly party, uh, I think there's a certain amount of fatigue. That kind of said oh, it, of both from the yeah, staff yeah, and as well as from the work. audience, where it was like, if the guest bartender wasn't registering for them, they were like, I'll just go next week. And when yeah. we same brought them yeah. when your band plays too much, you know, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I'll yeah. just go see them play next week. Yeah, I'll go that's, to the next that's one. Absolutely, what was and happening then, to Tiki I mean, Mondays? Yeah. Right. And when we did the first one at Pouring Ribbons, and we had almost four hundred people walk through the door, we realized like turning this into a quarterly made a lot of sense. You know, like it built up the anticipation. It allowed everyone to get really excited about what was happening. It also and made for a no miss, right? If you say, "Oh, I'm going to miss this one," then it's fucking three more months, right? right. You just yeah. got to wait. Plus, that and much plus, long. me and Brian started yeah. drinking a lot less at that point. Which <laughs> did we? Uh, that's a I feel like when it was quarterly, I had like entirely new girlfriends, like every new, like, <laughs> like you know, like, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, you like two back was when I was with this person. <laughs> like, it just, it, it just made it more special. It was like when people did show up, it was like you know, 
it's the family coming together. It was like a family reunion. Like everybody just kept coming in and like the, you know, honestly behind every great bartender is a businessman that knows what's going on. And that's what Shipmaster Cot has been to us is like, he's been a really great businessman. That's like, cool. You're the creative talent. That's fine. Go make the fucking drinks. I will take care of everything else. You know, and cool. we've been and we've had tremendous support from brands um, that have been incredibly kind to us uh, through not only Jason's connections, but mine. It's I mean, we have nine sponsors for this last one. Wow. Uh, we got nine sponsors. We got games. <laughs> we've got three bottles of booze. We it's going Hula to be awesome. Dancers. We're going to have Gas Regans coming in to do finger stirred Negronis and give everybody scurvy. Uh, they'll be uh, they'll be rum Negronis to be yes, fair, and there should Negronis. be enough orange peel expressed over the top where scurvy shouldn't be. Kingston <laughs> Negroni. I mean, what is it? So we've got Barberport, the House of Agricole. Uh, Zacapa and Bullet uh, Beam is sponsoring with uh, El Tesoro Bimini and Gin. yeah, Bimini Gin, Langley's Fusion. Gin, Machu Pisco. Adam's coming in with uh, Orshot Works with all of his Orshot plus his new Falernum. Um, yeah, so we got to work cut out for us to yeah, do all these products. Yeah, we're yeah. still we're, we have we're, so much deliciousness to play with. There's, oh there, no, there's some good cocktails down the line though. But we have yeah, just under two around. weeks to get this shit together. Well, we basically yeah. got a week because then we got to order everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the R and D session the, is really good. nothing inspires like a deadline. And yeah, fact. Just just one more note back on like the 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 book and the archive that we have. There's been so many different sponsors over the years. Every time, it's so many different sponsors. We've worked tiki with every spirit, every category within the industry. I had a beer night. I mean, yeah, yeah, actually, beer night. Like, how do you make how do you make beer tiki? We fucked. Yeah, we have made everything. I mean, we've done beer tiki. I mean, Damon, I feel like you've been scotch tiki for the past year. Some of the most difficult ones. I think we did beer and scotch. That's that was for my night. Yeah, we made it. Damon had the hardest cards to play. Oh, dude, I love that shit. I love a challenge. I mean, it's just it. It's so fun, and I. I mean, honestly, I can't thank enough for, like, the industry coming in and supporting and the brands that have been there. It's been a struggle. There's been definitely some times where it's, like, it makes a it little a little overkill where people are like, oh, you know, I'm fucking tired. Like, I don't want to watch these guys make drinks drunkenly and whatever. But it's like, this one, this is going to be the big one. And the thing for me is, like, Tiki Monday started off as something that, was kind of like for me it was selfish it was like okay cool I get to make tiki drinks I get to serve them with my friends and I get to work with some of the best people in the industry and now it's like I'm doing this for you guys like I'm doing this for the people that come and go like they're so dedicated like we have regulars it's why we have the tiki mafia arc because of all the people that have come and shown so much support and love and it's again a little tiki boner here but like everybody (laughs) is it has been really supportive i mean a tiki pop-up bar for five years yeah like if you had told me when i i was younger let's say 30 um you know that i would be a pirate making drinks for people i would have laughed in your face and now it's basically who the fuck i am man that's it's fucking awesome man i remember like well I, i will say this man um I, it's great having you guys on the show. Obviously, I thank you. I thank remember you. all of your nights, you know, there and some of the most creative tiki drinks, and like it's been so inspiring, man. Because like just looking back on some of those, like we were saying before, like some of those crazy 
ingredients that weren't <laughs> no. meant to go in the, that tiki mug, you know. But we made it happen. Uh, and you guys constantly do that. And I, I really appreciate having you back to talk about the, the last Tiki Money night. Especially because uh, it's pretty close to the date. Um, you were my first radio yes, guest yeah, on this we're show. We're coming full circle yeah. there. Yeah, man. That, that was, was uh, January 12, 2011. I can't even believe wow. I was your first guest. I mean, I'm, when I think about it, I was like, wow, he could have chosen anybody. Dude, but, and but you chose again, me. You're, like, you're and I was, inspirational, man, and I wanted and, to and start it out that way. He chose and still, a 75-year-old bartender in a sarong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this was pre My mentor, Jerry, hey, Jerry Thomas, would be so proud of me, right? <laughs> you were his favorite bar back. You guys, yes. you guys took phone calls back then, though. I remember somebody asked Yeah, it was the moonshine, the moonshine, the moonshine phone call, yeah. Oh, You've done enough Tiki Mondays that you probably know. My ex-girlfriend's dad, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, that's that right. Yeah, I was that was not revealed but it's, on air. You know, it's, uh, it, it, it's been a hell of a ride, and it's been so much fun. I, I mean... It's been awesome. Thanks for everyone that's ever came out to Diggy Monday. Yeah. All the sponsors. But she's ready to take a nap now. A very yeah. long... Well, well, is, well next, no. The next sleeping, the, I would say the sleeping that. dragon's about to awake. Yeah, that's what it's, I the, it, it, it's yeah. the end of one chapter and the beginning of another. Can't wait. Man. We're all very yeah, excited. I, please, everybody come... Meet new friends, see old friends, come and just have a great time because this last Tiki Monday, this is for you guys. Yeah, we won't be wearing sarongs, so right. at least we weren't anything by the end of the night. Yeah, by the end of the night, you know. <laughs> so the last Tiki Monday, February thirteenth, pouring ribbons on B between thirteen and fourteen upstairs. Um, but tonight, but tonight, but right tonight, after this, we are making a guest appearance at uh, at Grand Army. Grand Army, yeah, we're going to be slamming some dacks. Yeah. yeah. DTOs. <laughs> DTOs. Sorry, move, yeah. move over, Negroni. The yeah, favorite drink now words. of bartenders we're, is we're the daiquiri. That's yeah. daiquiri. We're just, we're just gonna be just a bunch of hairy dudes making daiquiris. Hairy, <laughs> yes. hairy dudes in Brooklyn making daiquiris. It's all right. If none of you show up, we'll drink all the daiquiris. Way to sell yeah. that. Way yeah. to sell yeah. that. It's great. It's gonna be good. Joaquin lives for 46 steps. 46, 46 steps, steps so yeah. he'll be fine. They're fine straining steps. so their beard hair won't be in the... By the, time, <laughs> by the time I fall out of Grand Army, I'm halfway home. It's glorious. Yeah, <laughs> Awesome. So that's so, 336 State Street in downtown Brooklyn, uh, State and Hoyt. So we'll be doing that from 5 to 7 today. If you Please come. Uh, yeah, we're just going to have a good time. And again, congratulations on all like the whole run of TE Mondays. And we're all very anxious to see what is happening next and uh, I know that that announcement's actually going to be made at, at Tiki, Monday, Tiki Monday, 10 p.m. on February 13th. We will announce what our new project is. We're Man, highly anticipated. Yeah, I'm just, uh, they, uh, just for the listeners, say, they, won't, they won't tell us either. Follow, follow <laughs> yeah. up uh, right yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, for sure. I'm walking the plank over here, if you, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, so we're going to wrap up this show. Next week's show is uh, going to feature uh, Kimmy Winkler from Nova Fogo, as well as Jen Marshall from uh, Reiki Vodka. Um, we're going to talk all things uh, brand brand rep related uh, for these ladies who go out and work really hard to represent their brands and then maybe we've got a maybe on the table uh, they can sponsor a, a happy hour over at Grand Army just following cool man um, so this was a great show guys let's give it a, a big pirate arg before we get off the air thanks for having us guys Tiki Monday the day before Valentine's Day pouring ribbons you gotta go into Valentine's Day with a little bit of a hangover 
You gotta go they were responsible it. for a bunch of relationships oh breaking up because yes. you're from <laughs> 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 you, you, Column A, column B. Breaking up and, and getting together. Yeah. <laughs> and the girl have like Rum <laughs> all <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having us, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.